take the other one. You already know what it is. Atas across time and space. Hold on, we got we got a little bit of. Uh, there, there we go. We go. Hey, I'm in it it's your boy Tipsy Japan back with another episode of Adas Across Time and Space. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was in the little screen. I just had to explode. Yeah, we, we had a little, little technical difficulties. You know, it, it seems to be our MO, you know, that we have technical difficulties. Uh, right now, I feel like my face is freezing. I feel like the audio is not synced up, but the show must go, go on. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, hey, you know what? Um, you know what happened? You know what happened with with the boy Jeremiah? He was like, "Well, Lord, I'm too young, and I haven't mm. lived in these years yet." And he was like, "You know what? You're gonna go where I send you, and do mm. what I command you. All right, that's it. All right, you go ahead and do it. All right, because I sent you there. That's it. And you know how old he was? What was he? Twelve? Between twelve and sixteen? He said, Lord, I'm only a child. I want to hear that." Do not you're only a child before before you were born. I knew you. I knit you together in your mother's womb. Like there's it's all there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we over here on cross culture. I mean, he'll give you the exact verse. All right. Uh, I give man, you what, what is it? What is it? One oh, four? four? One through eight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah one yeah, four yeah. eight. I just got I just got a piece of that this morning. It's Sunday morning, y'all. All right. I hope you're up. It's things things that need to get done in the house of the Lord. And when you leave mm. the house of the Lord, you better have the house of the Lord on you. All right. That heavenly dwelling. All right. I'm groaning, waiting for that heavenly dwelling, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, doing all right. Um it's come to my attention that my audio wasn't all that great last no, two weeks ago. Um like I said in the testimony of that video and the podcast, mm -hmm. a new laptop, trying new things out. So even right now, I can see that my video is like freezing. You know, there's a few issues there. But if I'm correct. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. I had a feeling. I had a feeling I was doing that, right? Yeah, I was just, I was just freezing. I was doing like freezing dancing. That's what we call that. Yeah. Popping, Freeze. blocking, freeze, freeze. <laughs> Am right, I freezing? So, okay. Nah, well, a little bit, a little bit, but the audio is definitely out of sync. I'm hearing things a little late, but we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get down to it. Yeah. So, we are reading Homo Deus by Yuval Noah Harari, and we're taking mm -hmm. the first chapter a couple chunks at a time. So it's been 30 mm -hmm. minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. This is the third 30-minute block, so you should mm -hmm. be up to one hour and 30 minutes at this point. At this point, at the end of this call or, or at the end of this, this podcast, you should be I mean, you have read, up read ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, you should be up to 130, right? I'm at yeah, 135 yeah. on my fifth pass <laughs> to this point. All right. <laughs> reading it again and again, listening again and again. But hey, either way, we we listening in uh, or reading it on scribed, scribed, depending on you know your uh, program clavity. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a wild ride. It's an enjoyable ride. I call it Homo Deus, but he calls it Homo Deus, right? Deus, yes, Deus, Deus. Who knows how to say it, right? 
I mean, you're supposed to have the pronunciation down, seeing as you're. I uh, do. I do. It's just I'm an American, and when I say <laughs> "deus," all right, it feels better. Like, oh, the deuce ex machina. No, the deus ex machina. Right? Yeah. Mind you, that's that's um, what is it? Um, resolution by machine. Uh, that's what they used to do when the plays would go on too long. It's like people yeah. are getting bored and like do sex machina. You know, something happens. Everybody dies. Okay, we're, we're out. Swoop. <laughs> Swoop. Yeah. But but in real life, I guess the do sex machina is like, yeah, when, when God just comes in, swoops in and, you know, everything. I mean, the day oh, is saved, right? Like, what you waiting for. Like, everybody's, everybody, there's no redemption. It's just like, Kind of story, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the it. first thing I want to talk about tonight, right, get mm -hmm. into this, is death as fuel. Death as fuel. Ooh. Fuel. Ooh. All right. So, so I just want to provocative. Provocative. I mean, that's I gotta try to do it. Gotta do it. Cool. Man, you even gotta try this. So, I just want to talk about it a little bit because it's not the bulk of this portion of the chapter. Um, but the idea that we do what we do because we know that our end is coming. Back up the camera just a little bit here. We know that our end is coming. So, mm -hmm. all right, before I turn such a and have this done, before I, on my deathbed, I want to have this done. And we use that as reasoning for going on and, you know, having these little mile markers and making sure that things are done. So, uh, Yuval talks about the fact that when it comes to monarchs, Mm. You know, or emperors, if right. we weren't doing things for the means for that, or these people never died when they did, it would be a much different place. So, I mean, the most recent death that we have, as far as monarchs, is Queen Elizabeth. That's true. All and right. she does come up in uh, the chapter, just a little. But if let's say that you know the singularity was a thing, we we're able to stave off her death for another hundred years, the world would be a much different place. Mm. Mm. You know, so we are using the idea of death as a means to go on, um, and I know that. For what is it called? Those who are atheists, usually it's, mm. hey, I know that this is the only life that I'm going to live, so I have to make it work. Or, mm. you know, this is the only life I want to live, so I need to basically do whatever I want to do. Mm. But that brings us into our next the king, the keys to the kingdom card. Right. Keys to the kingdom. Keys to the kingdom called happiness. Okay. So the, the bulk of this chapter was talking about 
Oh, I'm clicking around here. Um, Epicurus. Oh, that's, and, that's how you spell it. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, what was that was like Epicurus? Yeah, that's what I thought it was Epicurus. So, so Epicureanism. Epicurus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The guy's name is Epicurus. Yeah, Epicurus. Oh, okay. okay. Or probably Epicurus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, but what what, what did what did you get from the chapter as far as this guy? What was his major um, mo? Things that he was oh. Yeah. Basically, like he he felt like Nietzsche's great 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 granddaddy. Like he, you know, <laughs> taking God out of the picture and saying that man's mm -hmm. uh, greatest. You know, achievement or the thing that the best thing you can do is life in life is to make himself as happy as possible. Like that's what he mm -hmm. should go for. And in order to get there, though, it wasn't just like about fleeting uh, experiences. But he was. It felt like closer to stoicism than than you know, initially, uh, I, I thought. Um, and stoicism, you know, is to kind of have a steady uh, state of happiness but then you know bad things happen you just know how to breathe it off and keep it moving you know mm -hmm. um but yeah epicurious like he came up with uh, a set of rules like how people should live it's not like orgies all the time like don't don't do that that's not going to give you happiness in the long run you know although it may yeah. be you know feel great at the moment if it does i don't know right um but yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so his 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 piece was about attaining as much happiness as possible in this life because there's no other. All right. That's it. Yes. So what you said is definitely true, but I feel like his earlier teachings were like, oh, man, just everything that man does is to the point of happiness. You know, mm -hmm. he just wants to be happy. You know, everything that he does is just self-serving, self-seeking, and there's no life after. So get all your happiness now. Get it while you can get it. He went on to say that, like you said, these these fleeting moments aren't what gets you that happiness. It's the lasting relationships that we make. It's mm -hmm. um, being a productive part of society. You know, all of these things that help in the pursuit of happiness. There you go. Now we're document. coming back to the, to the 20, 21st century, 20th century. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We have a document that says we are entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, what what does that mean to you? Life, liberty, the and the pursuit of happiness. Well, economically speaking, the pursuit of happiness is what runs the economy. Not people actually being in the state of happiness, but going after it by working hard, working hard, being productive, pursuing it, right? Mm -hmm. Um in in the uh, in the chase, we can you know uh, approach happiness, but we can also build up the the society. We can pay our taxes. Um, in the pursuit of happiness, we're following the rules. So there's you know people aren't breaking the law and just going out there and you know uh, infringing on other people's pursuit. As long as the pursuits within the the confines of you know expectations of society and public morals, then yeah, go ahead. 
um, you know, run wild and, 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 you know, make that business because that business is going to contribute to society and make it more productive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that's, that's basically what the pursuit of happiness is. And I, I think that was a wise choice by the forefathers rather than just saying, all right, well, everyone's entitled to happiness because wait, if we say that everyone's entitled to happiness, then, you know, what if my happiness looks like this and it, it doesn't exactly look like your happiness? Um, is that, mm-hmm. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, and you know, nowadays we see you know a lot of laws protecting individuals or protecting different groups and things like that. Um, like as though we're trying to secure happiness for them. But like what in, in the past, it, the reason for that was to build up the nation, right? And it was it was a lot clearer than it was before. Now we're not thinking like nation, nation, nation. We need to make you know the nation great. It's just you know, uh, protect everyone in the nation or ensure them happiness, give them a basic income, BI, right? Um, in order to what? What? Well, I mean, the state is here for us um, or, you know, are, are we here for the state? I think maybe in the lack of war, um, like close to home, that we kind of feel like, all right, well, what's going on with the, with the, uh, with the state here? What can the state do for me? Like I'm, I'm paying my taxes so that, you know, they should be providing me with something. I should feel happy. But that's really not the way it works. Um, you know, people don't people feel happiness and they feel pain. And I don't know if you want to you know touch on that point. But uh, if you go in that direction, are you going that direction already? No, I'm going ahead. Go ahead. OK. All right. So 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 people feel happiness and they feel pain. Right. And like the pain you know, that you feel when like, your, for example, your stomach is empty will make you go out there and pursue whatever work that you need to get done in order to make sure there's food on the table and you're not experiencing that pain so often or your family isn't experiencing that pain so often. You know, if if you get married or whatever and you, your wife is feeling like hunger pains all the time, it's just like, well, why did, you know, this guy is not very productive. Something, something's wrong here. Like I'm at home taking care of the kids and you tell me you can't, you know, stop me from feeling that pain of hunger more often than not, you know? So yeah, um, look on TV and you see all these people like in happiness in that longing state, that longing state is another type of pain. And you see in them and then, you know, they look like they're enjoying themselves. So we start to, you know, pursue, uh, pursue happiness and pursue that, that uh, feeling of I'm able to provide, but it doesn't last, you know, and that's the issue. Um, the feeling that your stomach is full is a painful thing. So you don't want to eat too much, right? Um, the feeling that you're hungry lasts for a long time. But then as soon as you eat, that's gone. And the the, the taste that you have when you're enjoying the food, that's great, you know, but it doesn't last either, right? It's, you're actually in this kind of pitiful state. Like after you eat, you're not very hungry anymore. So you're not pursuing food. You're not creating more food, like delicious dishes. Yeah. You're just kind of in this relatively disgusting state. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. all right, I feel satisfied and I don't really want to do anything else. Like, I have the itis. Just go to sleep, right? So, oh, dude, I, I think people need to be more, more comfortable with being hungry, you know, to tell the truth. And uh, in Japan, they have something called harahachi boom. Harahachi boom. That means stomach 80%, right? Do not eat more than 80% of your, of your full like state, right? Um, why? Because you're going to get fat. Um, your stomach's going to expand if you eat more than that 80%. And 
you know, you're not really going to enjoy the food as much. Like really good food shouldn't be like gorged, right? It shouldn't be gorging all the time. You should just, you know, enjoy a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, get your balanced diet and, and roll. And that's what happiness feels like that. Happiness feels like that in a meal. Mm, oh, that tastes good. Let me, let me get a little bit of something. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I taste in every every bit and piece, but you're not just. Oh, I don't know when the next meal is coming. In survivor <laughs> mode. All right, come on, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can get on food, man, and and the pursuit of happiness there. I'll you're tell you hungry. That's what it is. is that... I'm hungry. Oh, I ain't hungry no more. <laughs> I ain't hungry no more. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying myself. I think the pursuit of happiness, as you're bringing it up, is a little bit of that hunger. It's not just to say, oh, I want to be happy, but it's to say, I'm hungry for the feeling of happiness. So much mm. so that people who make YouTube channels, mm. um, they're going out and they're saying, oh, I'm going to chase the bag, but I'm going to chase it in my own way. You know, I don't want mm. people telling me what to do. Yeah, I have sponsors, but, you know, I pick my sponsors and I'm going to do it my way. Mm. Versus um, clocking in at a nine to five mm-hmm. where you know there's no chance of ever moving up or out of the mm. company because going through the motions. Is that happiness? I mean, for some people, you know, mm. data, analyzing data is like, yeah. The bees knees they want to do that and if you yeah like that yeah. I, I know because there's a data analyst at my job and mm. she that and she really loves coming up with different ways to collect the data different ways to compile the data different ways to present the data i'm just mm. like girl <laughs> i would rather not but yeah it's the pursuit of happiness Know, right, running right. after it, you know. Not actually being there yet, but all right. What am I? How am I going to collect this data? That type of thing. Well, just what makes you happy? You know, mm-hmm. different people. Happiness is dependent on the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't say, like you said earlier, it's not my happiness may not look like your happiness, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make it any less valid. If my mm. happiness is to Scrooge McDuckett, you know, have a bunch of money and swim it through it or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's you. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, people can pursue that state, but if the, once they reach that state, it's, it's never enough, right? Mm-hmm. I, you, you tend to spend more time in the pursuit than the actual... Ah, the climax of happiness, right? Uh, I mean, it's better. It's better to be in that constant state of pursuit. But if you don't actually, you know, get to reap the benefits, the the harvest of all that, you know, that all that cultivating, then you know, you kind of lose interest too. So it's good to have a taste of happiness, but then get back to the pursuit, run that race, spin that wheel, <laughs> get up and party. So it's, it's something akin mm-hmm. to eating and never being filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song by Garnett Silk. I can't remember the name of it, but 
he says in that song, bellies filled, but they're starving. You know, so that's mm. that's kind of the, you know, and he talks about how we need to be looking towards God. It's not anything in and of ourselves. And I feel like in everybody's life, there is a God. There's mm. fill it with any and everything else. We try mm. to anyway, where it'll mm. never be filled because it's a God-sized hole and we're trying to fill this infinite space with all of these finite things. Mm. Square hole round peg type thing. And what what would it be like if people were filled if they're um they're that inside of them that, that the thing that they just they should have God there but they're putting everything else in it what would society look mm -hmm. like if they put God there what do you think do you think it would be I don't know it's like, like a utopian state everyone's giving and loving but not pursuing like money like you know food women it would be odd Oops. Um, I feel like anything I say right here is going to be a fallacy, you know, <laughs> you know, saying the the sample is true for the, the whole is um, a little much. Um, but I feel like if if we could look outside of ourselves and our own self-interests more, mm. you know, uh, I feel like at the very least. Wealth would be spread. I feel at the very least that there would be less people experiencing like destitute poverty. I'm not saying like making ends meet, but mm. all these people that we have on the streets. Um, maybe addiction would come down too because you would have people who are willing to say, I will be a community for you. You know, I will look after you and then somebody else to say, they will yes. look after that person, so on and so forth. Um, um, and I feel like that's kind of the, the utopia, but not the utopia. I'm not saying that I would like, oh, okay, you know, everybody would have a Rolls Royce. You know, I don't feel like that they wouldn't be happen. pursuing it. They wouldn't even be pursuing no, there would, a Rolls Royce. There's no pursuit. There, there would be no need, you know, and yeah. the communism at its finest. Um, mm -hmm. Communism looks great on paper. But mm. usually one person runs away with this, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I need to have everything myself, you know, not yeah. just for the community, but for myself. Yeah. Um, I'm not that guy. But, yeah, I know he exists. <laughs> yeah. We have his address here. No. We have his address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. I mean, it, That's true. it's the sense of the... The pursuit of happiness you know what does your happiness look like not only for you but mm. for the community that you live in for the family that you're a part of for the school you attend for the job that you work at is your are you just chasing that bag are you just going to get what's good for you or mm. are you trying to become a more productive part of the whole mm -hmm. Mm. Is that a, is that a question?
for me or that's a, yeah sure. or a rhetorical question oh okay no oh well here's a here's an interesting one because you had ecclesiastes right that, that's for your listeners but you got ecclesiastes right and um this guy says solomon right with all his wisdom why is ecclesiastes or song yes, of solomon ecclesiastes. no ecclesiastes song of solomon is the love song that's just a love song Love yeah. Okay, okay, song. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking of when you said Ecclesiastes. I'm thinking Ecclesiastes. So you got Ecclesiastes, and the man says there's nothing new under the sun, right? And mm-hmm. he's out there, like he's got this whole his whole kingdom on lock. You know, he he has six hundred wives and oh, six hundred, huh? Six hundred wives and three hundred concubines, um, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, he has everything he want in terms of satisfaction on that end. Um, probably got 99 problems, too. But, you know, what he was saying, what he was saying is that there's like nothing new under the sun. I, you know, I would I would open up right now. You know what? But all right. Just read the first chapter, first two chapters of Ecclesiastes, because he will sit up there and say, like, um, I pursued pleasure. I pursued wisdom. And at the end of the day. My my oh oh no no this is for your listeners. I'm, oh, I'm already you. looking it up. You ain't saying nothing but a word. I might get there. First. I can do that you now. You're digital, Please. right? Verse nine. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Hold on hold on. Ecclesiastes because it was real interesting. I was looking at the first two chapters. Like, dude, how self centered are you? You know. Everything is meaningless is chapter one, right? But then chapter two is about pleasures. And we're talking about pleasures. And I just want to go from verse one. Oh, man. Can I go from verse one to 11? Because it's just one to 11. I, I, I want the listeners to count how many times he says, my, 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 me, myself, I. Like, all right. I thought in my heart. This is what Solomon said. I thought in my heart. Come now. I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. He's telling to talking to us. Where, where are you reading from? Chapter two, verse one. Chapter two, because I'm in chapter one. Yeah, yeah. Everything where, is, uh, is meaningless. With yeah, everything. One. Yeah. Chapter two. Pleasures are meaningless. All right. Okay. Now, um, so I'll read verse one one more time. It's for the listeners mm-hmm. so they can catch up. If y'all on the same page, say amen. Amen. Okay. I thought in my heart, come now. I will test you with pleasure to find out what's good, all right? But uh, that also uh, proved to be meaningless. It's a big waste of time. This is connected to what we're talking about. Laughter, I said, is foolish. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was worthwhile for men to do under the sun during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects, I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had slaves who were born in my house and also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself. And the treasure of kings and provinces, I acquired men and women, singers, and a harem as well, the lights of the heart of men. I became great by, uh, by far than anywhere, anyone in Jerusalem before me. 
And in all of this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. Um, I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my work. And this was the reward of all my labor. All right. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless. And I ch uh, uh, chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Guess what? It's because you're looking at yourself. That's what the problem is. All right. So I, mean, I want to look at that a little bit different. Okay. So in the first chapter, it's like, I think you think you were masked. Like, mm. it's, it's not good. Like, you think that all of this is so good for you that you're chasing after it and it's all mm. folly. And mm -hmm. then he, as the king, says, you know, I have done these things. And no, notice that, that Solomon is mm -hmm. the one who rebuilt the temple right? and he dedicated mm -hmm. it. And it was like a, a party for a week. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So he's saying, I've done all these great things. And you notice what he says at the, uh, you read chapter verse 11? Yep. Okay. So I have the, the message Bible. So this one is a little more uh, contemporary. Okay. Then I took a good look at everything I had done. Looked mm. at all the sweat and hard work. So he's saying like he was pursuing, he was running after it. Yeah. But when I looked, I saw nothing but smoke. Smoke. Like nothing. The papers, like everything uh -huh. that I did, everything that I thought, everything that was worthy of praise that I put forth mm. vapors boom mm. smoke and spitting into the wind there was nothing to any of it nothing so it's, he's he's realizing he's coming to this point of realization that mm. i was chasing after something that yeah. was it seemed so good to me mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good that came out of his life yeah, a lot of good that came out of his life, but he realizes, hey, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not the one. It's he not, realizes yeah, exactly. something bigger than me. Right? It's not just I, 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 I. Twenty nine <laughs> times, according to Denny S. Thank you, thank you for looking that up for us. You know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like all that I, I, I. You know, as the king, you know, he's out there sweating, making smoke. All right, spinning in circles. But where, where is he getting? You know, can he bring that stuff with him to the other side? No. All right. Um, and, and further on in Ecclesiastes, he's basically stating that the best thing that he could find is for that man to enjoy the the, the, the labor that he does. Right. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy the thing that you're doing, you know, in or, in that pursuit of happiness, you know, for, for example, for me as a teacher, like I actually enjoy that teaching thing. It really doesn't matter what the paycheck looks like because that's not going to make me happy. It's going to disappear in a few seconds anyway. All right. Mm. But if you say like you actually enjoy the part while you're making that money, you know, then that's a blessing from God. This itself is a good thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I think that was very relevant to the situation. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, for example, like if you may not enjoy being full, but if you like to chew, then you're going to enjoy a, a life of eating. Right. If you like the chewing part, right? Um, because you well, can chew all you want, man. You could you could you're supposed to chew like 50 times before you swallow. Yeah, nobody does that. You just you know, 
yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, because I, I know I wanted to bring this up before when you were talking about eating. Um, to my knowledge, there is a, uh, not an idiom, but a saying in Japanese for when you, you just want to have like flavor in your mouth. Like, um, mm. I think it translates to uh, my mouth is lonely. Oh. But I mean, to my knowledge, it's mm. something like, oh, I want to have some flavor in my mouth. I'm not seeking to eat to be filled. Mm. But, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, like a little notch or something like that. Um, mm. That concept first became clear to me when mm. my stepmother, um, mm. she, I can only remember one, her saying it one time, but she was just like, oh, I, I need some, some flavor in my mouth. Does, does mm. anybody have like a, a mint or something? Like, you know, just to have something there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's knowing when to be content. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I need to eat. I need to eat. I need to eat. I'm not going to But you're also not saying, oh, you know, I just, I don't want to eat right now. I don't want to pursue anything. But you're saying, okay, you know what? If I take this little bit, I can be happy with it. Right yeah. Yeah. And if I take this little bit, then it will hold me over to when my success comes in this. Mm-hmm. That that's that's no, that's helpful too. That that actually reminds me, like you know, things comes to the spirit right now, or you know, just it t- comes to remembrance is when I when I do a fast, and mm-hmm. you know, the fast is only supposed to be twelve hours, but sometimes I go twenty four. But it'd be like late at night, right? <laughs> right? It'd be like late at night, and I'm want to eat something, but I know if I eat something right now, I'm just gonna just gonna sit in my stomach. You know, mm-hmm. but I want to, you know, I want like some substance, substance in me. Some yogurt will do a body good, right? Because it's all good, good bacteria in, in, in yogurt anyway, right? As long as it's not like some sugary mess, you could take that down. It's actually was bifidus, you know. I know I'm not saying it like, you know, Latin or whatever, bifidus or something like that. It's got acidophilus in it. And uh, acidophilus, yeah, that's a good one. Philos, acidophilus, right? That's our brother, our brother acidophilus from Philadelphia. No, um, but it's got the good stuff in it. And if you take that, this is it's, this is a public service announcement, a little PSA, right? You take that before going to bed, then it's not going to ruin your stomach, and actually, it'll take care of you. You know, the next day you might be mm-hmm. regular, like some of our regular mm-hmm. listeners. Well, well, well. I mean. We've we've covered a few topics, or what well, we've we've covered one topic, mm-hmm. one topic with a plethora of avenues. I feel like it's just been branching out from the one thing. Mm-hmm. It's, as it should, as it should. As, I mean, yeah, we're we're here to release the floodgates of knowledge. You know, we want to make sure mm-hmm. that everything is able to be digested. <laughs> <laughs> oh my just and then floods oh man digestion <laughs> got all kinds of conflicting images yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot there's a lot there oh. <laughs> i do want to end um definitely thank you to the listeners um trying like i said be patient with me trying to stuff trying to make it in there um 
Thank you to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send special shout outs right now. All the folks laying there showing up 10 minutes early to the screen. Right? Um, I got my regular listener right here. And then <laughs> you got Denny S, you know, coming in too. And it's, it's fabulous to see you guys just fueling us. Uh, in the comments section. Definitely. Thank you for that. You know, mm. whether it be a comment, live comment, or not so live comment after the fact, I do try to get mm -hmm. to every comment. I try to check and oh, yeah. make sure that I'm interacting with you guys. Um, so definitely uh, make sure that you're putting that forth. And next week we'll be on TEC Japan's channel. So make sure that if you're not subscribed and have those notifications on, hit the go bell. Go ahead and do that. Please In the, the description bell. right now. <laughs> In the description. Is his link. So go ahead, hit that link, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification mm -hmm. bell. That way you'll know exactly when we're going live on either channel. I appreciate that. And I can't get much better than that. You really can't. So until next time, you know what I say. Stay prayed up. Be blessed. And, you know, um, this is the end of the show. So go ahead and get yourself a pen, a pad. Write it down. It's been your boy, uh, Ace of Cross Culture and TPC Japan, telling you that that's what it is. Peace.